Now back to Talking Tunes. Welcome back to Talking Tunes. I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with John Russell and talking a little bit about Bob Seger. Bob Seger made quite a few trips to Muskegon back before he was Bob Seger. I mean, I, he was Bob Seger, but you know what I mean, before he right. had a lot of hits. He was big in the Detroit area for, because I, I know Rick, um, to, he said, yeah, he said, you know, I said, Seger was bigger. He was always big in Detroit, Yeah, but he... It didn't, I mean, he was more kind of a regional guy, it seemed like. I mean, he was very, very popular in the southeast side of the state. Um, and then, But he would always come up here on weekends. And I remember there was a place called the uh, Horseshoe Lounge. It was out uh, east of Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that place, yeah. And he would come out and he'd do a whole set. And, yeah. uh, man, he just, I mean, the place just went nuts. Why not? And I remember, Go ahead. I remember watching him and thinking, Wow, you know this. I don't know why this guy doesn't catch on. You know, and finally, <laughs> the hell of a sudden, man, when he caught on, yeah. and we did the Night Moves album, and I then think, it was like, wow. And I think it had to do with the Silver Bullet Band because I don't know if you listened yeah. to. See, I saw him in concert back in the early '70s before the live album came out, but he was with his Silver Bullet Band, and Alto mm. Reed, uh, who just passed away recently, um, was. About COVID too, by the way. But anyway, he he was the saxophone player on the live album for Turn the Page, and oh yeah, that's when the the that song went nuts. Now, I said I have to find out off the off the uh, back in '72 uh, LP that he put out um, here. Turn the page, you know that's not the live version, and it sucked. I mean, it, it oh, was bad. Okay. And it wasn't yeah. Alto. It wasn't Alto playing. It was somebody from the Muscle Shoals studio that he went into that did, the, oh, yeah. did all the music. And uh, But anyway, when he got Alto, I mean, that was that was when the band really took off, I think, because yeah. the Silver yeah, Bullet Band. Yeah, kind of made that song. Yeah, You're right. The Silver Bullet Band really kind of made him take off. My, my uh, cousin from Mount Clemens, he, he used to go see, because, um, you know, because Bob Seger was from Ann Arbor. And so right. he used to see Bob Seger, you know, when he's first starting out, and, and you know, paid cover charge for a buck to see Bob Seger. And yeah, he, that was the same said, thing in Muskegon when he come here. Yeah. yeah, and he said he wasn't that great, you know. And yeah. uh, and then I said, well, boy, when I saw him, he was awesome, you know. Yeah. So finally, yeah. years later, he went and saw him, and he couldn't believe how much, it, you know, how much he improved. But right, um, right. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, he, there's all these little stories about Bob Seger. But man, I've always been a big uh, Bob Seger fan, so. Yeah, he was one of those, you know, they always talk about overnight success or whatever, yeah. but he was, he was like a 12-year overnight success. I mean, he yeah. played a lot of dinky clubs and, and really, you know, he, he certainly paid his dues, that's for sure. You know that he, uh, he have, I think it was Heavy Music, the song he did, Heavy Music, that uh, yeah. I think was on the 70, back in 72 album. And that one was also, he had uh, Glenn Fry singing background on that. That's right, because Glenn was a, he's a Detroit kid, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Glenn's a Detroit yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, was that was one of his first, I guess that was one of Glenn's first times he ever sang on a record was on that uh, Bob Seger album, or Bob Seger record, Heavy Music. Wow. So I think it was Heavy Music. Huh. I hope I'm right. I could be misquoting myself. What do I know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you might just be making it up. I'm right? making it up, man. Who knows what I, what I make up anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Just say it fast and uh, nobody will doubt you. Yeah. <laughs>
was either that one heavy music or, or looking back, but it's one of the Bob Seger songs, so we're going to give you both of them. You can listen really close, see if you can hear uh, Glenn Fry in the background. Okay? All right. Now back to Talk and Tunes. Talk and Tunes, and we're talking with John Russell a little bit about, uh, well, Rob Grill from the grassroots. We were talking about Rob Grill picking songs or, or what, whatever it was, and, and that, uh, you know, the Three Dog Night kind of had them in the pecking order, and they were getting the yeah. songs away from them. But it, well, I guess what got me on the Rob Grill thing was Rob Grill talked about passing on songs. I mean, it, yeah. and I forgot that there was a whole list of songs. That he's, well, nah, we don't Joy to the World they passed on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they became big hits for yeah, everybody three else. Dog night, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always kind of the neat story of the, you know, what would have, uh, what would have happened if somebody else would have cut that song. Yeah, because I think, I think the way he told it, I, I, I got the old interview somewhere, but anyway, I think the way he told it was uh, that uh, Three Dog Night had it first, of course, up for for them, and they said, "Nah, I don't think so," and then it went for the grassroots and. <laughs> They said, no, it just, just sounds kind of, you know, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. What the heck is that, you know? 
right, and, uh, right. so they passed on it and then they needed another song on the album for three dog night and they said well there's that joy to the world that's what he told me so i don't know if that's a true story yeah. or not but that it sounds good to me <laughs> sure sure no no that's right hey this is rob grill of the grassroots and you are listening to reminiscing with pt and oz and we're talking with uh with rob grill from the grassroots hey 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 how, how you guys doing? doing up there Oh, not bad. Good. We're sweating. <laughs> is it hot, really? Yeah, really? it is. I got Peter Tripp with me, too, because we do a show on Sunday called Reminiscing. Yeah, with Oscar and Peter. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so um, tell us, what, what, what's, what have you guys been doing for the last uh, decade? Uh, well, aside from Robin Banks, we've just been playing. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we uh, actually, since uh, 1984, we've been on the road doing about 125 shows a year. Really? Oh, wow. 125, yeah. Guys are still doing that, huh? Yeah, thanks to shows like Reminiscent, you know, it's yeah, just like all these radio just really started taking off and then just really turned things around. In fact, I, I kind of stopped touring for a while, and uh, when that happened, I just tested the market. It was great. So we were working hard, great. Midnight Confessions, your biggest hit, Billboard charts. What was your favorite? Temptation High. Temptation yeah. High, great. Okay. Sooner or later, it was fun. Well, we're going to do all of them. Good. 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 <laughs> She's got something that moves my soul, and she knows. I'd love to love her, but she lets me down every time, can't make her mine, she's no one's lover tonight, with me she'll be so inviting, I want her all for myself, oh, temptation has improved my mind, oh, temptation has, As far as some of the songs, have you written a lot of your songs? or? Well, no, we had most of our songs written for us, okay. and uh, uh, we wrote a lot of songs, but when we when it came time to pick the single, we picked the best song, and it was invariably with something somebody else wrote. Okay. So uh, Three Dog Night was in pretty much the same Same boat, way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we, in fact, we were both on the same label. So, okay. uh, you know, they, we, in fact, we even... Uh, well, Dunhill, right. Yeah, Dunhill. Yeah, Dunhill. 
Okay, yeah, because yeah, Daniel Label. What are you checking on me? You're not going to believe me? No, no, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. Hey, I got my books here. I want to make sure I got everything. You know. But uh, yeah, they. Uh, we even fought over a couple of songs. I mean, a little bit of kind of fight. Shambhala. We, you know, the Grassroots wanted to do that. It was by B.W. Stevens and and Corey and I found it about the same time. Corey Wells. Yeah. And uh, and in fact, during our show, there's like three big hits that we that we turned down. Because of the time, of people writing the songs for us and stuff like that, and we're going to throw those into the mix and play uh, three songs that we turned down. Oh, really? Yeah, good, I'm gonna, good. I'll surprise you though. Okay, good. So now we're really stupid because they were all number one songs. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah. So was it was one of them like Mama told me not to come or what? No, 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 not no, okay. they weren't they weren't three dog night songs. Oh, they weren't three dog night. No, songs. I'll, okay. I'll I'll surprise you. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting. It's uh. So you know, at the time you get the songs, you think, eh, maybe it's a little too gummy, you know. With, with, and uh, the Dunhill label was there a lot of other different groups besides you and Three Dog Night that were well, there Steppen with Wolf. Okay, Steppenwolf. Now, did you guys like have a little thing of songs that you guys picked from and said, okay, I well, like this one, I like this one? No, huh? Uh, you know, whoever was hottest at the moment would get the first pick. You know? oh, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you and you and Three Dog Night would have been, been fighting right around that time too. Oh man, I tell you what, Corey and I hadn't been fishing buddies. It could have gotten really dangerous. <laughs> okay, well they were here last year, by the way. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I, that's what I heard. Okay, I did tell you that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah, restating yeah. myself. Yourself, yeah, no. okay, I'll let you. I guess I can let you go. <laughs> hey, it just excites me. I'm, you know, you guys. I've, I've been uh, fans of you guys for a long time. Oh, that's great, man. So that's great. Well, I have, too, except that I come from the 50s, so, see, uh, I didn't get a chance to meet you guys. I met all the 50s artists, but I was out of it by the time you guys uh, got going, so I never... You were out of it, huh? I, yeah, I never had a chance he's, to meet you all, personally. He's always been out of it. <laughs> Maybe this time I will be able to meet you personally. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, we're going to have to fix all that, and we'll meet you this uh, this Sunday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a winner to me. Okay. I'll be the one dressed as a clown. I guess they got me dressed as a clown in a parade, too, so, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I know, I, I agree. I'm going to act normal this time for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute, who's going to be normal and who's going to be a clown? Well, he's never Pete, normal. Peter's so going to be normal. That'll be a far stretch It'll for be him. normal. <laughs> yeah. Oscar's a, a clown. Right. That's right. Sounds like the odd couple. Right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what they've said. <laughs> okay, thank you, Rob. My pleasure. Hold on the line for a second, and I'll, uh, i got a couple more things i got to say to you. Oh, wow. Sure. I'm a little shy. <laughs> With a song in my heart And a chance to be yours forever I couldn't feel more secure
now back to Talking Tunes. Talking Tunes, I'm Oscar Osborne. We're talking with John Russell, and we're talking a little bit about radio days. I remember in radio, when I first my first radio job, the guy said, uh, he says, look, he says, when you're on the air, he says, don't be, don't visualize a whole bunch of people. You're talking to just one person. And I got to thinking, you know what? He's literally means that we're talking to just one person. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stations I worked at, I was talking to one person. So yeah. yeah. I yeah. The, the very first station I worked at, uh, it was just one woman that would always call in for the, for the, <laughs> the giveaways, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, so you must be yeah. my, the only listener. Yeah. God, I remember that. It's like you'd have like a, kind of the prize pigs. They yeah. would, uh, if you have the same, you're right, the same two or three people or whatever. See, oh no, not you again. That's I what mean, that's what blew me away about Sunny FM. I mean, Sunny FM. I mean, it didn't matter what time of the night it was because I did a lot of different shifts on, yeah. at Sunny FM. And three o'clock in the morning, you'd still get the, the phones lit up with you know all five lines would light oh, up. Yeah. It just amazed me. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that station that. And it was me. all young girls, right? Uh, no, not not really. And that was the thing, too. Really? That, uh, yeah, JoJo had talked about, uh, or maybe it was Ranger Bob, talked about how they were getting uh, problems with people thinking that it was a Teeny Bob station. And it wasn't. It wasn't really a Teeny Bob station because they played they played some great stuff. They played John Kruger Mellencamp. They played all kinds yeah. of stuff on there. And uh, um, a good mixture of music and, and not like they do now. But, sure. um, yeah, but they, they, it was more, um, when I talked to people, especially three in the morning, it was mainly yeah. adults that were calling, you know, that were working, you know, third shift or, or whatever, you know, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it was really, I mean, yeah, we had our share of teeny boppers, but it was, yeah. it was a good mixture, I thought. But anyway. Sure. Hey, did JJ Dooling work there one yeah. time too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah, because when they first signed on, it was like they it was like heavy hitters. It was like uh, kind of Grand Rapids radio guys and stuff like yeah. that, wasn't it? Yeah. it was JJ and there was about two or three other guys that I'd recognize the name. Yeah, Jim Biggins. I've been meaning to talk to him too. I don't. I, I kind of lost track of him because he. Uh, yeah. Whatever happened? Is he still around the area? Do you know? Or? He's close. Yeah, he's close. Um, I forget where it's from. Where he's from now, but it's it's close. He okay. talked about making a trip down here to do a legends video, but we never got a chance to never got a chance to hook up to do it. And COVID hit, you know, and, yeah, uh, that kind of exactly. put a damper on everything. So, sure, um, <laughs> I don't know if damper is the right word, but you know, anyway, put a, put a hold <laughs> on it. That's for sure. But, right. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think too as as far as. Um, people like I say Mark Frost which was funny because I found out I didn't even remember it but at KBZ when I was working there and I was program director I guess he told me I fired him <laughs> oh really I don't remember doing it but he said I did so <laughs> it's like okay what do you say but when uh, I worked at KBZ well I, I told you Klaus was there Klaus Hellfirst right and a guy named Mike Stanley I don't know you remember him the name sounds familiar but yeah, and then uh, the the guy that actually hired me in over at KBZ was a guy named John Struthers. Okay, does that name mean anything to you? No, a, this must have been early, a, early what, early eighties or? Yeah, yeah, almost late seventies, as a matter of fact. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was there, I think eighty, eighty six, eighty four, eighty six, something like that. So. 
And the, the first tune I played at KBZ because it was, a, it, I think it was the summer of 1980, Sailing by Christopher Cross was like all over the place. I mean, he had it, you know, and I remember I put that on and, and uh, my buddy was, a, he had a sailboat north of Skeegan and he, was, he said, he knew I was going into work. So I said, oh, yeah, I'll play something for it. And I played Sailing. Oh, that's cool. Did you get any then? From him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not for me. And if the wind is right, you can sail away. Find tranquility. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. Just you wait and see. Never, never land. Reason to pretend. And if the wind is right, you can find the joy of innocence again. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. Just you wait and see. Because we like you. KTU, 
you are special. N-E-S. S is for see you next week.